marriage is the link chain of the generations. If there were no marriages, like all of, uh, we would become extinct. What is your husband's best homemade meal? I like, um, I like Mike's beef noodle soup and Hainan chicken and all the dipping sauces that he makes. Oh yeah, Mike is a good cook. I remember He's that dream. Better than me. He comes Sorry. from a family of cooks though. Yes, yeah. everyone in the Dai family is really good at cooking. Uh, I would say uh, roasting the turkey. Ooh. I'm not usually a big turkey person, but you know, like every year we have the Thanksgiving feast and he would take care of the bird. They turned out so juicy. The turkey turned out so juicy, so flavorful. So I'm grateful for that. <laughs> I don't have to do the bird. So that once a year, I just take care of the side dishes and he does the bird. I was like, yes. Mm, Hallie doesn't cook. <laughs> he needs to eat like he could just eat rice and hot cheetos and be satisfied with kimchi for the rest of his life i guess like when we got married the deal was that he had to learn how to boil vegetables so that's oh. his job oh. <laughs> anytime there's no vegetables he just boils it <laughs> i think every time he's tried cooking he's ended up like burning stuff and we had to air out and like open the windows oh otherwise like the fire alarm would go so on. So, will go well. yeah there's one thing he always does well and part of it is because i don't care for it i don't well it's grilling meat mm. so he's really good um with the steaks but does he boil the vegetable in the water or you do like a, some chicken soup <laughs> something like that? Nope. very oh, no. straightforward he just boils <laughs> okay. the vegetables in water <laughs> A little olive oil on top and garlic. Just no, sprinkle the garlic salt. No, he doesn't do anything. <laughs> oh, plain. okay. All right. <laughs> God has a purpose beyond our own happiness. And one of those purposes is discipleship. I think to pass on the legacy of faith that we would also become mm -hmm. spiritual mothers and fathers to make disciples and followers of Jesus. Meryl, you're in a different situation because you're married to a pastor. So, of course, he's in the business of making disciples full-time. Something that really taught me, not directly, but just by, I guess, observation was just, like, being able to go over to another person's house when I was single and just witnessing, like, what do other Christian families do, you know? Like, the very normal things of life, like mm. sharing a meal together, mm. just visiting people. I think that practicing hospitality is just a tangible way to share that love with other people. Just because we're all Christian doesn't mean like everything operates the same way. So I think I just learned a lot about like practical things about maybe just how different people raise their kids or how they work together, how like different husbands and different wives, how that plays out, not mm -hmm. the same in everyone's family. It's just really nice to have um, people from all walks of life enter into mm. your kids' lives to, so they see other examples of like human beings. I think when our kids see other families too, it helps them learn, you know, like, yeah. oh, it's not just my own parents who like try yeah. who to say like to do this or, yeah, you yeah. know, like other families believe in the same things we yeah. do. Alice, your family was one that when I was a, a young adult, I remember coming over to your house. It was just, you, you really feel the sense of God's love through another family's hospitality. Pastor Hanley and Meryl, like when Mike and I did premarital counseling, we went over to your house 
I think they were only supposed to be like an hour and a half meetings, but we ended up like having dinner every time. And it was like over three hours each time. And I knew you guys were really busy too, but I remember, and I was kind of new to FCBC also during that time. So I remember feeling um, very encouraged by being like welcomed um, into your house and your family that way. I feel like every time Darren and I have intentional efforts to try to encourage other married couples, or usually they're younger than us, that we really face uh, spiritual attacks, actually. Mm. Marriage is something that I think Satan really works hard to, to break. I remember one time um, before we met up with a, a dating couple at the time, Darren and I had a humongous fight. When they came in and arrived, I just told them, oh yeah, I just want to let you know, like, we just got into a, a big fight. And right after I said that, I burst into tears. Oh. And I was like, oh my goodness, who do we think we are trying to encourage a dating couple? And here we are, we're in the middle of a fight. That in itself is a big part of discipleship, just mm -hmm. opening your life to have another person see it with its imperfections and with yes. um, the different things that we've learned. And in, in that very humbling moment, I feel like God can use our weakness. There's nothing to hide, right? And I've been really blessed and encouraged, like even more so encouraged when um, people share their struggles. Mm, too humbling. <laughs> so I just feel like, you know, open yourself, open your life to others and I think that I just make us, make the body, you know, like see, witness God's grace and power. Trans transparency mm -hmm. in sharing like marital struggles, mm -hmm. like that was so much more encouraging to me because I was able to see like realistic examples of yeah. um, arguments or fights. And it didn't make me feel so isolated when Mike and I would get into arguments. And we live outside or live in disobedience to God and we want to bring sin or yeah. selfishness into our marriages, who gets hurt first? Our children. The whole aspect of Christ, his love for the church, it is played out through a marriage. And mm. like one of the first people that get to see it are your own children. Like it's mm. the most grounding place for children to understand love. And mm. in that way, it's very evangelistic. Mm -hmm. um, to live under a household of a loving mother and father, but before that, they're a loving husband and wife to each other. Oh. Yes. Level of sanctification. <laughs> yes. It'll yes. test your marriage in um, new ways. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yes. And you just keep adding the kids every time you feel like you need some new excitement. We're <laughs> <laughs> a little bored. It's time for another <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. When Haley was like two, I was like, oh, this is sort of easy. And then Micah was born and then Haley turned older too. And I was like, this is too hard. <laughs> I was like, I need one and a half kids. <laughs> one and a half. Is too little. Two is too hard. I'm telling everybody, it was so easy. I mean, because he was the easy baby, we wouldn't have had Josiah like, you know, only like almost, what, oh. 20 months later? They're 20 months apart. It's like, you know, once we, before he turned one, Josh turned one, we found out we're expecting. That's how close they, they are in age, you know? You know that me time that you have before you're married? Like, yeah. you get how many hours of me time before you're married? And once you're married, and then you have kids, you get less, Nothing. no I me know. time. No, yeah. Well, Leslie bar. says, my personal like, space. I, even, I have oh. so 
so many women to look up to and ask for advice <laughs> and help and pray. You probably yeah. won't remember. You'll we'll probably just be like, it's okay, Eileen. It'll get better. <laughs> that's, that's what I told these ladies. It'll be okay. I, at the end, you're going to miss them so much. Yeah, that's what everyone, everyone says. They don't even talk to you now. They have their own schedules. It's when like they pass a certain point that's yeah. all rosy. Yeah. I don't know about Rosie, though. I miss them. <laughs> One thing that we really have to do is pray against temptation and to guard our marriages. And it's it's a lot of work. 